there, welcome back to So Worth It. Today, I have a special interview with a very special guest. So Faith Schwellback is joining me on today's episode. And Faith is one of my friends that I'm just so delighted to share with you today. I feel really honored to have her on, especially just you'll see in the conversation. I don't want to give too much away, but her message really gives me goosebumps. And I found that when we wrapped up this interview, I just felt so inspired to to go do something big, to go make some kind of change. And I hope that this episode makes you feel the same way. So you're going to find out about Faith, about her nonprofit organization called Beverly's Angels, what she does and how it came to be. The whole story is just really, really awesome. And I hope you enjoy this episode. This is the So Worth It podcast, a place where we're talking about growing a business while raising a family, not to mention all of the crazy, fun, and hard stuff that comes with it. I'm sure I don't have to tell you, none of it's easy, but it is so worth it. If that sounds like your sort of thing, stick around. I'm your host, Jackie Ellis. Welcome to the show. Hey, Faith. Welcome to So Worth It. Hey, Jackie. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Perfect. We practiced this intro. (laughs) And that was perfect. (laughs) I'm just, (laughs) I really am so excited to have you on the show today. So um, for our listeners, tell us a little bit about you, who you are and what you do. We'll start there. Well, first off, I really am excited to be here. So (laughs) I am like, this is cool. So my name is Faith Schwabeck. I am founder of a nonprofit called Beverly's Angels. And I started Beverly's Angels to heal myself, to be honest. I had a very challenging relationship with my mother. And I wanted to, when she passed away, I wanted to keep that small but good part of her alive. And I wanted to let the rest go so I wouldn't have anger and resentment. So I started this just to spread acts of kindness. I just was looking to be kind to somebody and somebody to be kind to me. And I just went on this incredible journey um, that now I have 13 employees and I only got this, uh, my 501c3 in December, uh, Christmas Eve of 2019. So um, it has been just a wild ride that I'm so appreciative of. I surround myself with women that are really empowered to be the best versions of themselves and only want to shine someone else's light brighter. And that carries over into those that we serve. So it's, uh, it's wonderful. It's okay. Before I have so many questions for you, because you're saying all these things. I'm like, I didn't know this. I didn't know this. This is so cool. Okay. But I think it's really important because I know different pieces about what you do than what our listeners would know from the outside looking in. Right. Um, But I think it's really important for them to understand what Beverly's Angels is? Like, what do you do? What makes you unique? Well, what makes us unique is we really focus on changing a person's trajectory. 
we gift brand new essentials, only new. So we make sure that if a mom is starting over for any reason, house fire or domestic abuse situation, that she has the basic essentials in her kitchen to create a family meal where everyone can sit around at the table and break bread. So we take care of the kitchen, the bed, the bathroom. We make sure that all the kids and parents, moms have a bed. We give them all new bedding. But what makes us really unique is not only do we give new, but we make sure that we give it in your favorite color or we find out what the child's favorite character is. So we really make it personalized. So when someone's going through a tr crisis or when something has really happened that they know that things are gonna be okay and that there are people out there that do care. And so that's really what we do. Our, our slogan is yours first is our standard. So I think what happened to me was when we were trying to figure out what we were doing, because Beverly's Angels did not have a voice. I had a little boy, eight years old. He came into our no charge boutique and he needed clothing for school. And I gave him a pair of khakis. They were in a cellophane bag with a tag on them. And I handed it to him in his size. And he was just looked at me and stared. He was speechless. And he looked up and he said, I don't ever remember anything being mine first. And that was like it. Like that was when I was like, there's no way someone's going to come to me in crisis and I'm going to give something that's used or, you know, out of date. That's what's catapulted us to what we do today. I have goosebumps listening to you talk. I'm getting a little bit choked up because that is like, that is a very powerful thing to, to think that this is a brand new thing for yourself. And I think that we just kind of maybe don't realize that because we buy ourselves things and, but how important that can be to someone else to have something that feels like it's their own. That's, that's pretty amazing. Well, and so we recently, I live in Florida. Um, we had last year, the storm of the century, Hurricane mm -hmm. Ian, which we had never had flooding like we had. And we were actually flooded out of our boutique and we opened a crisis center. And I cannot tell you the number of people that my staff and volunteers had to go outside and coach them to come in the door because they would pace back and forth or they would just sit and be crying because they felt such shame asking for help. Because when you're not used to asking for help, which is who we really try to serve, not those that are just trying to get whatever they can get, but mm -hmm. our target is finding those that just need that extra help. They really struggle to ask for it. And it's so filled with shame. That was an eye opener for everyone on my staff that the direction that we're going is so valuable because to then have a person that struggles so much just to ask for help, to then mm -hmm. give them things that aren't new, that aren't in something that they would love, just fairly makes them feel worse, right? We want to make them yeah. feel better. So sometimes in crisis, you find things out that you didn't really realize until something like that happens. And that's why it's so important for us that somebody else's discards are not good enough for someone that's in crisis. Yeah. Goodness gracious. It is that that's something to think about. So I'm curious, I know we've got a lot of things that we want to talk about. There's so many questions I want to ask you, but I'm curious a little bit about your process, just because I think people listening are like, wow, like I don't, like I donate to Goodwill. I've got, I can't be the only woman that has a trunk full of things that have been sitting in the back of my car to go to Goodwill for a month, right? Like before I went on my trip, they were there and they're still there. I got to get those there this weekend, but you know, we're donating to Goodwill. And that sort of thing, but I've never 
I've never thought of or, or been um, ex- exposed to the idea of like donating the brand new things to a specific, to a place that takes specifically brand new things, right? So how does that process look? Like are people, do you find that people go buy things to donate? Are they donating things that they had already bought that they just never use that still have tags? Are they donating money so that you can go and buy brand new things? How's that, what does that look like? You just asked about 10 questions there. <laughs> well, tell me all the answers. <laughs> we have two things that we do at Beverly's Angels. We gift new things and we take new things in. You would be surprised the number of clothing items, especially for women that are sitting in their closet that they mm-hmm. purchase and have the tags that either it was a size they were going to wear or something they're going to wear to a party and then not going to do that anymore. So it's wonderful to have the outlet that those things could now go to someone that could really use that. We also have a division that we've just launched called Just Have a Little Faith, and it's an online resale store. So your used items that we don't feel are in a good enough position to give to somebody in crisis, we actually sell those and then 100% of the proceeds fund Beverly's Angels. So then your items can be um, used in two ways. It either creates money for us to buy what we need, or we give it directly to a recipient. But we have a process, an application, if you would like to donate, um, I can give you the link. It gives a bunch of details that people just don't think about when donating and how Mm -hmm. to donate. Um, Also, because people like, I don't have anything in my closet or anything that I have in my house that I want to be able to give right now. So we have an ongoing Amazon shopping list to where if someone does want to purchase, they can purchase online. It just ships directly to us. If people have items that are listening on your broadcast that they would like really like to get it so where we could get it to people in need, we send out pre-addressed labels. They just print it out, put it on their box, ship it directly to us. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Gosh, we send you guys a tax have thought of everything. Mm-hmm. We have Seriously. A, a tax receipt for anything that you send to us. Um, sometimes people find from, they have a friend of a friend that knows a company that has overstock that can get us merchandise sent that way. Because we do have, one of the many things we have, we have an online store that we're launching for Christmas, especially for teenagers. This is our target that are items that they would want to get for themselves. So first off, they get a first time experiencing purchasing. When I say purchasing, it's no charge. Um, Mm -hmm. A shopping experience online, which normally none of them have done before. So we give them an experience and they get to pick something in their color, in their size that we know will fit them. Because a lot of times with teenagers, you know, you could be one size or another. And the last thing we want to do is give something that's either too big or too small that you can't use. Mm -hmm. And we also want to empower those kids that in a blink of an eye, which a blink is the name of the store, your trajectory can change to better. So um, those are items that people can send to us, um, through retails, or they find something at Kohl's, let's say that's, well, we had somebody that sent us a couple of weeks ago, $2 pajamas. They were marked down. So she just bought them all and shipped them to us. Brilliant. So it's really more having people have the awareness that we are out there serving this population mm-hmm. and that what they give really does matter. So people start to see things when they're shopping or out and about or with their friends and it's just organically growing. That's so great. And you've really taken like a business mindset to like making this easy for people. Like, I love this. You're like, oh, you can like shop on Amazon and it'll ship straight to us, which by the way, I would love to put, if you have a link for that or something, put that in the show notes, because that is so easy. (laughs) 
Absolutely. <laughs> and we change it all the time. It depends on what are the needs within our boutique. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Way, way back, maybe even before we hit record on this, on this interview, um, you were telling me a little bit about your shift from having done something for many years, for 20 plus years, and then moving into this nonprofit, into Beverly's Angels. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what the heck did, were you doing for 20 years and was it great or no? So, you know, life, sometimes you just get on a path that you think is going to be a short-term path and it just turns into a longer path, but it's not really where you were looking to go. Um, and that's really what happened to me. It was in a corporate setting and it was just not fulfilling me at all. And I was looking for a long time to get out of the situation. I had good times with it, don't get me wrong, but it just was not what I wanted to spend my life. As the older we get, you realize life is shorter than you think. And you want to spend every day enjoying it and getting out of bed and wanting to go do what you're going to do. Like I now, and I, every day I jump out of bed and it's like something magical is going to happen today. And it does where before I was getting to where, oh, you know, not again. So I had opened, my mom passed away and I had I thought of the idea of starting Beverly's Angels. And it took me almost a year to get the 501c3, but I got it. And when that came in, it was December, Christmas Eve, right? 2019, COVID came March of 2020, right? Mm -hmm. And that just catapulted what we were doing. I was already working with other organizations and I'm like, I know these people are already in trouble. They're really gonna be in trouble now. So we just started doing some grassroots thing. And one thing led to another. We, um, on April 1st, we delivered what we called yummy meals of love. I would raise money, 30 to $40, give it to a restaurant. They would make a family style meal, flash freeze it. And then once a week, our angels would deliver it. So in April 1st, the first week we did 21 meals. The second week we doubled that. The third week we tripled that. Wow. Into the fourth week, we realized this is really wonderful because people just seeing somebody was good but we realized they needed more. So we partnered with a food bank. We would come to the front of the line in the food bank. Each of our angels, I had over hundred people delivering at a time. They would pull up by, be able to pick up all the items they needed for a week's worth of groceries, plus our yummy meals of love. And then they would deliver it. July of 2020, we were delivering to more than 5,000 households. Are you kidding me? You are blowing my mind. <laughs> Oh yeah. my gosh, you're blowing my mind. So that is, you know, when you do good and when you love what you're doing and you just do it with such intention, I have the business background, right? So I apply those principles to it. Mm -hmm. It just, and then I, I, the biggest thing that I love about everything that I do is I've surrounded myself and I've drawn people in that want to be helpful and that want to support other women because women this is a whole different topic we could do, but women, a lot of times are so competitive with other women and they're not wanting to empower others. It's more of a, mm -hmm. a, how you can bring somebody down. And that's the biggest thing that I love about Beverly's angels is I now have the space and the culture and the environment where I track those people. And once you have that, it's just like a whole different ball game, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. And, and creating, realizing that and creating that culture 
around you. I mean, that's incredible. I, wow. I'm still I stuck started, on the 5,000. Uh, <laughs> and I started that because one, I was worried about, we had our yacht club, which we are members of. Um, my husband at the time was the Commodore. We love the staff there. We were really concerned. How are we going to keep these people employed and what's going to happen? PPP wasn't out then, right? Mm -hmm. So um, we started this, plus we wanted to keep the members engaged in, in, um, you know, coming and being a part of it. So we would do this drive-through service. People would pop their trunk. My husband would put the food in the back. We'd put a note with it and off they'd go. And it, it turned into where people were bringing their pets and then they would bring stuffed animals if they didn't have a pet. And we started giving dog biscuits. And so when I started that, I'm like, I don't know if we have enough members to support this, but what about all the people that could use help? So the same week we launched that we would have at 11 o'clock, all my angels would come through and pick up food. And then all the members would come behind. So it was like a double service. I felt to my community, we were keeping people employed. We were giving people hope and showing people, you know, the connection that we have, right. Mm -hmm. All the meanwhile, it was just Every week it was doubling, tripling, quadrupling, and yeah, 5,000 households was a lot in the month of July. Wow, Faith. Holy cow. All right. So there's something else that I want to ask you about. You have, how, how should I say this? You have taken on an additional project. Like you're not doing enough. Come on. I mean, <laughs> but you have uh, a, what should we call it? A side project that you had kind of going on secretly in the background that is now available. So let's talk about that a little bit. How did this, I'll just say it. You wrote a book. You wrote a book. Yes. <laughs> I wrote a book. So what a part of the thing was starting Beverly's angels was I really wanted to help kids on a level that they would really impact them. So I had this idea. We have Benny, who's our mascot, who's an adorable little bear. Um, and I got five children together around my kitchen table and said to the kids, I have this idea. I really want to be able to help kids on a level that you see things like, what do you see your peers need was my thought process behind this. And so I gave them a Benny as a thank you. And I had one of the little girls immediately raise her hand. Her name is Madeline. And she said, you know, I have a friend, she's like, she's kind of a friend. I know her in school. And she goes, she really could use some sunshine. Could I give mm -hmm. her my Benny bear? And I was like, sure. So then of course the rest of the kids wanted to do, give their bear away. So each one of them, the book became about the journey of giving the bear away. And there's five very different stories. One of the little girls actually gave it to her teacher. Her teacher had just lost his pet and was very sad. And now Benny lives in the classroom and he's a vibrant part of the, the culture of the classroom. But Devin, he was the little boy that just, he had a conversation with his mom. And every day he's like, I just can't find the right person. I just want this bear to go to somebody special. Every day for three months, it was the same conversation. His mom kept saying, you're going to find the right person. You're going to find the right person. And one day, unfortunately, one of his football teammates unexpectedly lost his dad. Mm -hmm. And he took, he's like, I know who I'm going to give it to. And he took Benny to the service reviewing for his dad. And that little boy still carries that bear around. And it just was showing the dedication to Devin wanting it to go and make a difference 
was just so poignant that I was like, we're going to write a story about this. And so we did. And the reaction that we've gotten from people is like, I want my child to hear this because it's on a child's level of how it's not us saying how to be kind. It's a child showing another child how to be kind. Mm -hmm. So that is how Benny's Kindness Squad book came about. And um, we have an illustrator. She is a character artist in the Orlando area. And she did a thing of Benny. Uh, I put Benny in her chair and she fell in love with Benny. And so she did our illustrations. And um, I think they're just lovely. It's a different point of view. A really cool thing that we did was we put QR codes in. So each child in the book character will read you the story at night. Because we have heard that kids, if they like the book, it's over and over again. And moms, I got to read it again. <laughs> so what we have done is we each voice is like telling you the story. So a different child, every time you read the book can give you the story. Faith, when you told me that a couple of weeks ago, I was like, that is the most brilliant idea I've ever heard. Seriously, why does every book not come with different readers for this because you're right like reading the same book to your kid good night moon oh my gosh if I could just like scan a QR code and have different people read that book that would be amazing but what a great idea I mean I don't think I've ever cried on my own podcast before but I'm like getting choked up hearing you tell these stories and what a difference you're making at all these different levels in these different communities from adults and families to kids. I mean, it's pretty, I'm sure you have people tell you all the time. It's pretty incredible, but really it is pretty incredible. Now, when we were together, what last week or the week before a couple of weeks ago in Nashville, you had a team member there with you. And she was talking about, I forget what the term, like your, your, your angels, like kind of like starting an ambassador type program right? Mm -hmm. Where people are doing some outreach for you and that sort of thing. And I thought that that was such a brilliant idea. It was really interesting uh, talking to her about it. So tell us a little bit more about how that came up. Cause you have, you said you have 13 employees, right? And now right. you're going to have ambassadors as well. Is that what you're referring to them as yes. kind of ambassadors? Yes. Okay. Um, they're actually called angel ambassadors. Mm -hmm. And I've been watching you through this. I know that this is on audio for everyone, but I see the glass in your eyes. I can tell that this is emotional for you. So I love it because that's what we want to do. We want to impact people, right? Yeah. Why else are we here? But yes, that was Marissa that you met. She is my director of development and she has created this angel ambassador program to where it is a training that you go through and you could have an affiliate link. Um, where you actually make a commission off of referring people to Beverly's Angels, or you can use your affiliate to go back into a fund that we keep and that every six months we do a special project with that those particular fundings. So people can help us spread the word and either help themselves or continue to help others. What an amazing thing. What a great idea, because really I think when people like like myself, finding out all these amazing things that you've done and these different ways that you help people. Like I'm going to tell everyone I know I am telling everyone I know, or at least my mom, because she, I know she's listening to this episode right now, but everyone I'm telling everyone I know through this episode. Right. And then I'll tell other people that I know when you find something that you love, you want to share it with people. And this is something that was kind of, I hope that Marissa is okay with me saying this because we, we have these little 
at the um, retreat event that we were at, we have these little breakout sessions and we were talking about marketing in these small little groups. And she said, you know, marketing for a nonprofit is, uh, is a little bit challenging because when you're marketing a product or a service, it's like, this is the, the, the benefit, right? You, you talk about benefits of things. This is what you're going to get out of this. You're going to get, you're going to look better because you get a great haircut. You're going to, you know, whatever. I, I'm really bad at pulling examples like out of thin air, but anyway, and she said, it's kind of challenging with donations and giving like, like that benefit isn't super obvious. And I thought maybe it's not super obvious, but I think people feel good about giving and they want to share that, right? They want to give and they want to tell other people how they can give. And it makes you, that's why like in elementary schools, you have like volunteer appreciation night or whatever, right? It feels good to participate in something that's giving to others. So I don't know what made me bring that up, but I think the ambassadorship is just such a great way of kind of giving people a badge for that, right? Right. Well, yeah. by doing that too, it gives them more opportunity when you find something and all of us are, have busy schedules, right? You can't work for us full-time or even part-time, but you really embrace the mission and you have a different web than we have. So we reach different people and all at the same time, you're really getting this truly deep fulfillment that you know that what you're doing is making a difference. And we are creating an avenue where people can truly on any scale, make a significant difference in a single person's life. And one person at a time is who we're looking to affect. So it's a feeling that we give. It's not a physical product that you get in return mm -hmm. or a result. It is connecting with people and creating this community and this movement that we are on that buying new, giving new, seeing people in a different light, you know, homeless people in particular, they're viewed as they're drug addicts. They just don't want to help themselves. They just don't want to work. With our housing in several key areas, especially where we live, is a huge crisis and people cannot afford mm -hmm. to pay these rents and they're finding themselves in a risk of being homeless or homeless. It is different now. It is professional people. And we are trying very hard to shine that light. Like we, when you first said, I never looked at it that way of way you give things and putting the stuff in the trunk of your car for goodwill, but actually could go to making a difference. We are working on that movement and we mm -hmm. need to have a broad web to really make that impact. Because every person we talked to was like, I never thought of it that way. That makes so much sense. And it's like these light bulb moments. Yeah. So I, I agree. I just had a light bulb moment while you were talking actually, because earlier you said something about like corporate was fine, but it wasn't fulfilling. And right. I thought as you're talking, like even, even for women, like you said, that don't have time to work for you full-time or part-time or whatever, and can be come in an ambassador provides some source of fulfillment to them. And I think that that is missing for a lot of people to find that like we all, whether we realize it or not, probably need that feeling of purpose. You know, I think that that's missing from a lot of people and they just don't know that that's what it is. Yeah. And you don't actually have to be local to me either. We have people that are all over the U S that are ambassadors for us. Do you hear that? You guys, if you're listening, you don't have to be local. <laughs> we, I, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> you do not. We have a very robust training and, um, but we really, the biggest key thing is we want to make sure you love what we do. 
It's that is very important to understand the who, the what, and the why, and to know that we do vet our process, that it's a very robust system, and we are making sure that our resources are going to those that are in the deserving of the most need. Well, I just want to say thank you to you, Faith. I think that you like you have such a big heart. And not only that, but you're making things happen. Like 5,000 meals or families, like that's no joke. Like being able to gift brand new items to people, that that is like a life-changing feeling, you know, to them. And so I, I don't know if anyone ever says thank you to you, but I just want to say thank you for doing amazing things. I really appreciate that, Jackie. And I got to tell you, those 5,000 meals, we raised some money in the beginning, but it was per meal. It got to the point to where people were hearing about it and restaurants were like, we're still closed. We have this food. We'll make this. It also brought the community together. Like people can do more than they think that they can do if they just have the right intention and they get up and they work at it. You can create something out of nothing. This was an idea just a couple of years ago. And now, We're looking to purchase a building. We're expanding to have a brick and mortar place. We have a no charge boutique. I mean, the sky is the limit for people. And that's what I hope that your viewers hear more than anything else, that if you have something and you're passionate about it and you really put the resources in it, like we're in the mastermind together, you really pour into it. You can change your own trajectory. I change others, but I really also changed mine. Wow. I am, I'm just so glad that you came on to the podcast to share this with us. I really appreciate it. I know that people are going to want to know more about you and your organization and also about Benny. So tell us where we can find you. And if, if someone wants to, I don't know if you shared, um, any, any details about the book and Benny, Benny's kindness squad, right? Right. Um, so could you share with us and we'll also put it in the, in the show notes. Um, Instagram is probably is our main social media outlet. We'd love you to get our email list, which we can give your viewers a link for that as well. Um, that is where you, where you find a lot of information and you don't miss things because sometimes you do on socials. We do have a website, uh, beverlysangels.org. All of those are very great resources. We are on Facebook um, as well, but Instagram seems to be our jam. Um, are Benny's you Beverly's Bar- Angels on Instagram? Yes, we are okay. Beverly's Angels, all one word on Instagram and Perfect. Beverly's Angels separated on Facebook. Um, but our website is, make sure it's both um, plural. It is beverlysangels.org. Okay, cool. You can find Benny's book there. You can find our store. You can find out more about Blink. Um, the website is a place to go in our email list. We do VIP access things. Um, so the, the email list is the thing really to be on for us. Okay, cool. We'll put the link in the show notes. So if you're listening to this and you want to know more, make sure that you go check out the show notes and check Faith out see how you can spread kindness. Thanks so much for coming on today, Faith. I cannot thank you enough, Jackie. This was beautiful. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thanks for coming. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. As always, you can find show notes, links, and more over at Jackie-Ellis.com. And if we haven't connected yet, make sure you come find me on Instagram at I am Jackie Ellis and shoot me a DM. Let me know what episode you listened to and what you thought. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for being brave, being amazing, and just being you. I can't wait until next time.